Hi, I'm Teresa, and welcome to the podcast that explores the stories the body holds and the stories the body tells. I'm Sherry, and our aim is to connect the individual to the collective through our shared stories of living in a body. And each week, Sherry and I pick a different topic and have a casual conversation. This is Anecdotal Anatomy. <laughs> You'd think that 88 episodes in, we'd have this down. So we would remember the sound issues. You know, I'm like, wait a minute, how do I get this recording going? Jeez. Well, I believe it was me. I I finally figured out after 88 episodes how to use my ear earpods. AirPods. Um, AirPods. <laughs> AirPods. Oh, AirPods. It has an air what? about it. Yes. Yes. Except, you know, actually linking them to the Zoom screen. So we're still learning. Always learning, man. But we're taking our learning off the microphone. I think you guys know this by now. This is our I, I want to say last episode, but it's really our final episode. Our last episode was 87. Our final episode is 88. And 88 is significant for many reasons. Teresa? Yeah. So 88 is, well, a couple of things. You and I have been talking, oh, for I guess about six weeks about how often the number eight has been showing up for us. 88, one of the reasons that we chose this as being our last episode is the infinity sign. This line that says there is no beginning, there is no real end, that the community and being on the internet as a podcaster never goes away. <laughs> and I love that because it's because we do go through cycles. There is a beginning, middle, and an end, but that infinity, it, it, you just can't tell where things are. It's a fluid, you know, moving from it. it there's no self-consciousness about it. It's just beginnings, middle ends, pauses, beginnings, middle ends, pauses, and it just keeps going with and without us. Yeah, with and without us. <laughs> the other thing about 88 is there's so many different ways of finding meaning in numbers. So one, some that I found was 88 meant that your life purpose or your current goals are in alignment. And our goal is to come out from behind the mat, mic and into action, anecdotal anatomy and action. So when I looked at it, when I started doing some research and that was the first thing that showed up, your life purpose and current goals are in alignment. Yes. So we are right on sister. And yet when we talked about ending on 88, I remembered my grandfather's 88th birthday. I went with my mother. He was in Miami, lived to be almost a hundred. My grandmother lived to be 101, almost, you know, plus. And he, his speech at his own birthday had to do about the piano, like the 88 keys. And I forget what the content was beyond that, but I loved this 88 keys. So I just looked a little bit into the history of pianos. And of course, the piano came off of the harpsichord, which had 60 keys. And when I looked like, why did they increase the octaves? Why did they increase the number of notes to 88? And the message that came was that the composers wanted to increase their range for music. and so. You know, we could have done 10 episodes. We could have just done, you know, the koshas one time around with guests. We could have, you know, ended any other time. But we gave ourselves the range so that we could explore many different arenas through the koshas, even though we didn't plan to do the koshas through everything. <laughs> but by expanding and allowing ourselves that that time to to talk, to converse, to to, you know, research and have conversations, 
these 88 episodes have become meaning, meaningful in many different ways. And like Teresa said, they're there. They, they don't go away. So, you know, if you're just discovering us now and you're like, oh, crap, they're going away. Well, start at one and please, you know, be kind. Those first seasons are, are hard to listen back to <laughs> for us. Not for you, but, you know, when you start anything new, you're like, ah, oh, and you get better. Hopefully that will be the case as you listen. Mm. Yes. Uh, starting on any new journey, have, I really learned through this that there has to be a certain amount of kindness and care for self. One of the things that I think is a major takeaway for me was how much easier it got to listen to our episodes to after Judith would send them to a shout out to Judith for all hey, of Judith. her great hard work. All of listening to myself talk in our conversations, I think in the beginning, I was much more critical of, is that how my voice sounds? Oh my goodness. And all of the different times that we naturally stumble in a conversation, but when it's face-to-face -face and unrecorded, those stumbles just disappear. Right. But when you have to listen to them and they're recorded, that got easier and easier as well as the episodes went on. Isn't that part of breaking down the ego? I mean, I remember years ago in acting, I, was, I went to a Hampton Playhouse. It was sort of a theater arts camp, and they forced us to listen to ourselves. They tape recorded us doing scenes or monologues, and then we had to listen to ourselves. And I think I got used to listening to the sound of my voice. But one of the things that I hope I've grown, and I still falter, but when listening back, sometimes I just sounded like such an asshole. And it wasn't my intention. And it's certainly like in the moment, it might be funny or it might be douchey or whatever. I don't mean to go there, but it goes away. It passes. But like Teresa said, when it's recorded, it stays there. So, you know, listening to yourself is not just a function of hearing the sound of your voice, but how do people hear me? Like, oh, gosh, that was just ill sometimes. But that got easier, too, I think, as I became more aware of how I actually interact with people. But still, the blinders are there at times. So in those moments, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I as well. I remember one episode. I can't remember which one it was. And you sent me a box, a verbal uh, email, a box. And I mean, a verbal text. And you were like, oh, my gosh, I just didn't. I hated listening to myself. It was really about just not feeling comfortable with what we were putting out. And I'm ready to talk to you saying, oh, my God, you sounded so great in this episode. And I'm listening to myself and I feel like I just go on and on and on. So the interpretation also of hearing each other, and maybe that's because we're so used to listening to others more so than we listen to ourselves. Because Good I was point. thinking, oh, my gosh, Sherry sounds like she knows so much. And look at how poet poetically she puts this together and I feel like I'm just rambling all over the place. <laughs> I did listen to one recently where I thought if I wasn't in my own body and in my own mind I wouldn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I was like what was that even though I think I edited some of the stuff because it was just one I understood it because I know how my mind works but I thought without the background and I, I find sometimes I you know I talk fast and kind of want to get to the point move on let's keep going and so in that energy, I think I lose some of the context. It's like, oh, I forgot to actually explain why I'm saying it like this. Or but I think those moments where I feel like I sound like an asshole, you're like, oh, you sounded smart or whatever, good, because I don't feel like I was in alignment. Like there's something about the integrity, being in alignment, sort of knowing that the sound of my words, the content of my words 
the energy behind them and and the intentions and all of that didn't line up with what came out and or how I, I want to be in the world. So this isn't therapy. I don't mean to dive so deep into that, but it's an interesting experiment. And I, I highly recommend it for everyone who is looking to grow beyond where they are. <laughs> Going through this entire experience and all the time we've spent over the past 88 weeks together, chatting back and forth, casual conversations in front of the mic or in preparation, one of the things I'm super grateful for was the mentorship. And I feel like that kind of went both ways that sometimes you were my guide, you were my mentor. I was learning from you. And I hope it, that, that it's sometimes the same it is true was that I just, I learned so much from the research, but also because we both came into each conversation with different views and different places that we researched and different books that we read that I felt that even though I was prepared, I was also taught and mentored. I was a student through a lot of the process. And um, for that, I am truly grateful. Teresa, I have to reflect that back too, because you come into the experience with a wealth of experience and knowledge and the way that you weave it into the different traditions of yoga, which is you know where I'm coming from, you have so many incredible places that you come from and are able to weave a wholeness, a cloth of wholeness. And so for that, I am also extremely grateful and will always be learning from you for sure. All right. All right. And the other part <laughs> is how much we learned imagining all of our listeners. We know who some of you are and thank you so much for being on this journey with us. But there was also a lot of blind spots of exactly who the people are that we are talking to and who are our listeners. And so for that, that really took me into places way outside my comfort zone, which is, I think, exactly where growth happens. So whether I could find your image in my thoughts and know exactly who you were from people who have communicated with us and different guests that we've had, or whether you were a quiet and silent listener, I'm grateful that you were there and that I had to imagine who I was speaking to in order to improve, get better, and grow from this experience. Absolutely. And unseen audience, we get some analytics coming in. We were for several weeks, we charted in the United Arab Emirates. Like, who knew? You know, that anecdotal anatomy was, was going international, but we did. We had listeners from all over the world you know, they weren't in the millions, but they were there. And so you were there. Thank you for being here. The other night I was actually on the farm at, a, at an event and there was someone there with a little baby and the little baby, they were talking about how sweet, sweet love. Oh my gosh, such a sweetheart. And how he was in the beginnings of understanding separation. You know, you grandma, you mommy, you, 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 and I, me. And so like learning the separation, which is really fundamental. Like we need to learn that as babies. That's it's what we do in our process. And so I joked and I said, well, right now I'm trying to relearn that we're not separate, you know, as sort of a joke. And the grandma looked over at me and she was said, you know, kind of acknowledge that. But so we do, we have to acknowledge where my body ends and your space begins, you know, that we are separate entities. But we can also, while we are separate entities, be not separate entities, you know, that we are um, made from the same stuff. We can 
have the conversation about how we are more alike than we are different and how separation is an illusion and all of that. And that to me is bliss. You know, this, you know, seeing the full cycle was blissful. Seeing that the, the hero's journey, it's a hero's journey from I'm separate to I'm not separate. You know, this, um, it just felt so right. And it felt poetic to, to happen right on the heels of, of this experience. Yeah. And bliss is going to be um, stepping out from behind the microphone and being able to maybe engage in one-on-one and small group affairs and maybe a retreat or something. Getting hugs from uh, the, the attendees and our keystoners who have showed up at our past events and continue to always be there just to occupy sacred space with us. Absolutely. And so we don't want to take up too much time now, jibber jabbering, doing the thing that we do. Uh, we've got some gifts for you, and the gifts are in the form of meditations, of guided practice experience. But I do want to take this opportunity to say that part of my bliss has been doing this, and I do expect to find myself behind the microphone again sometime. And I hope that when I do, that you're there, whoever you are in the unseen audience. And so I just wanted to, to plant that seed because that feels like bliss to me too. So if you're local, there will be many opportunities for next times in person. And that ethereal until next time is always with us. That just means that we'll always be connected. And if you're not local, Bucks County, where we are currently holding our events and who knows where the future events will be, is a beautiful place to come and visit. So stay tuned and see what's coming up. Uh, maybe we're, maybe you'll be traveling around the block and maybe you'll be traveling to uh, Bucks County on a small retreat vacation. Until next time. So this is your Not Your Everyday Walk in the Woods guided meditation. And it is a meditation, so it will require some preparation. It requires that you take your seat or lie down. If you're overly tired, I suggest that please take a seat so that you give yourself the best opportunity to be present and not fall asleep. And if you do fall asleep, not a big deal. This is for you to return to and do as many times as you like. So take your seat, lie down. You can be in a chair, on a cushion. If you're sitting without um, any backing, you can sort of imagine this imaginary wall behind you so that there's a feeling of support. Make sure you're warm, have blankets, bolsters, blocks, any, any support that feels good. And really take the time to feel as relaxed as you can. And that's physical, getting yourself into that, that space where you can just chill out for the next amount of time. You're gonna be here for a little while. So you wanna make sure that you can sustain the time that you're here. So take your time. And once you find yourself in the shape that you would like to be in for the next amount of time, just settle in and, and let go. Let go of anything that happened before this moment and anything you may have planned for later. Breathe in and breathe out. Feel your front body soften into the back and your back body either surrender to the floor, the back of your chair, or into that imaginary wall behind you. Begin to become aware of the earth element 
supporting you from underneath and the earth element that is your body. Feel your physical body, its points of contact, and how it's animated by your breath. Can you get more specific with your noticing to include your heartbeat, your blood flowing, where you might be gripping or clenching? Please do a quick body scan so you can release into the shape you've chosen more deeply. Take all the time you need. There is no rush. Get even more refined with your observations. Include the subtle energies that reside within your physical form. Can you notice where vibrations, feelings, emotions, thoughts, energy, where they all live in your body? If not, no worries, just breathe. Your body, the earth element, contains all the other elements in various combinations and poetic expressions. Your body is a container. Grounded here, take a few breaths to nurture this element with your awareness. The earth element. And here we go. Imagine you're taking an early morning walk in the woods around dawn. Feel your feet on the earth and with each step, be conscious of your movements and connection to the ground. It's moisture and dryness. It's chill and warmth. It's solidity and softness. It's shadow and light. It's unconditional support of your journey, obstacles, and all. Once you become accustomed to the shadowy composition, and you will, your eyes become more easily able to take in much more of your surroundings. You are part of the landscape and can feel connected with every step. As if from nowhere you stumble upon a brook of flowing water. It's not too deep, but the current is constant. The water effortlessly navigates the rocks and branches that would otherwise obstruct its path. Its nature propels it forward, allowing the rocks and branches their own purpose as the water moves around, over, and under these objects. All are free in the water stance. Moved by watching the water, your hips begin to sway as your mind finds the watery flow of your body. Made of water, this is your very nature. Anchored in your own stream, a playful pulsation rises to your consciousness. It invites you to dance, to sway, connect, create, to birth your deepest desires into this world. Allow this movement to flow unhindered throughout the course of your exploration. When you feel like swaying, sway. A smile lingers from your time with the brook 
and you slowly meander on, stepping lightly on the rocks to cross the stream of water. Your feet get a little wet, but quickly dry as you walk. Through the trees, your eyes spy a small fire around which a family is just waking and beginning their day. You stand as witness in a clump of trees unseen by the family. The smell of burning wood leads your eyes upward to the stream of smoke generated by the fire swirling skyward. The flames ignite a potent feeling inside, one that reminds you of your innate excellence and ability to direct where your mind leads you. You see each family member tend to the fire with attention and care, in harmony and with deliberate action. Family traditions of the past have become individual choices born from experience. As witness, you feel the power of the fire is matched by the force of the family as they model competence and balance with nature. Your smile deepens as you recognize that the source of your own power lies somewhere near the blue center and moves out as the flames lick the sky. Its heat is always present and requires your attention so that it doesn't go out or get out of control. This spark is your golden ticket to get things done and purify the obstacles that block your way. And you know this, fire can destroy or purify. Feeling the tug from the center of your being, you keep moving. Walking with the confidence of being supported, dancing with the flow of your creative spirit, moving on through sheer will, you arrive in a big open space. In this space are dozens of hot air balloons, each one containing two or more people and someone equipped to fly and land. The magnificence of this moment takes your breath away. When it returns, it is deep and abiding. Earthy sandbags, directed flame and air create the perfect causes and conditions for flight. Hydrated by the flow of movement, all is aligned. Once the balloons all take flight, you step back to again be the witness. There's no way your limited mind could possibly take it all in but somehow you do. The infinite quality of air highlights these balloons in a most spectacular way that pierces your heart. An unexplained rush of love fills you and surrounds you so much bigger than you, and it keeps expanding. It's as if every breath contains love rather than oxygen. You sit where you are, touching into the porous nature of being, which creates space for air to flow through. This creates an equilibrium, receptive to loving and being loved. There is no one or no thing that is exempt from love. For the balanced heart, radiance and joy are its reward. Love's infinite possibilities reflect that of air's boundless nature. Rest easy in this knowledge. Let your breath effortlessly inhale love into your heart and lungs and exhale it back out into the world.
a deep sigh escapes your lips. Its resonance reflects and absorbs the subtle vibrations all around you. You become acutely aware of distant sounds. The quiet din encircles your neck like a scarf and opens your ears to a deeper listening. Take a few breaths here. Your breath hums in harmony with the ambient sounds of the world around you. Your shoulders drop in a relaxed, unspoken agreement with your voice. As your feet move you further along your path, you begin to sing, chanting notes and words with ease and joy. The songs are graceful expressions of your truth. Something of a divine nature enters through your breath and is amplified by the instrument of your voice. Like breadcrumbs, you follow the seed sounds. Lam, vam, ram, yam, ham, om. Lam, vam, ram, yam, ham, om. Lam, vam, ram, yam, ham, om. And then there's silence. It's not a deafening, uncomfortable silence, quite the opposite. The silence seems to be beckoning you to a deeper understanding of yourself and the universe of people and ideas. Your gaze lands on a light streaming through the leaves of a particularly enchanted grouping of trees. Following your gaze, you know from someplace deep, you will illuminate your path in transcendent ways. Revelation lives in the light, along with wisdom and beauty. You move steadily closer to this light, answering something of an ancient call. You have an innate sense that your movements are drawing you into a space of stillness. You arrive, but where? What you perceive are familiar shapes and definitions, yet you feel redefined in your relationship with them. A feeling of oneness pervades. Grass, trees, flowers, weeds, dirt, stones, pond, light, they do not exist outside of you. Standing perfectly still at the edge of the pond, the water's surface as still as glass, you look in and see an image of yourself. For a moment, you cannot distinguish yourself from the water. The landscape behind you is also revealed in its purest form. The sky is the definition of blue the grass and leaves express green. The lines, shapes, and hues of the natural world appear crisp and true. You can see and sense yourself in the story, 
you and the story are the same. You feel as if you're in a dream. You seem to know things without cause, like the blue heron that is about to dive into the pond. You step back from the water's edge just moments before it lands. The force of its landing creates ripples in the water. For a moment, you become disoriented and unclear. The heron, while majestic and divine, disrupts your clarity. But this disruption, like everything else, is impermanent. The heron, having gotten what it came for, flaps its wings and flies away, landing softly on the top of a tall tree. Curious, you pad back to the pond and peer in, watching as the ripples slow, morphing their rings of activity back into the stillness of knowing. The light that drew you to this place once again shines its rays upon you. The water glistens with sparkling clarity. You move on, luminous, with a vision of where your footsteps are taking you. The pure pond of your mind reflects this knowing back to you. The smile that has been an outward expression of your journey thus far turns inward. Dawn has magically turned to day. Standing still, you turn your eyes to the sky. In the space between treetops, you bathe in the light of the sun. You now raise your arms in the direction of your gaze and rise up on toe tips, reaching for the flawless blue above you. You lower your heels and place your hands on your heart. The reaching for movement purposes only. Your higher mind knows that the connection is there, however you stand, sit, sleep, or move. Standing here, hands on heart, the warmth of the sun wrapping you in its embrace, you know. The unity you feel arises out of pure consciousness. Awareness spirals up through the crown of your head, connecting you with an unseen yet strongly woven thread to your divine nature. You make a choice to lie down right where you are, feeling the ground beneath you, grounded from the start, but now with a meaningful understanding of connection. Ascending to meet your divine self, and descending to make your dreams a reality. The shadows that framed the doorway in move steadily away from the light that cast them. The inscrutable nature of this journey, a bit sharper. You surrender. Stay where you are and take a few breaths without changing your breath. Just breathe naturally, but send your attention to your breath. You may find that sending your attention to your breath changes your breath pattern. It's okay, let it change, but let it change organically from being noticed, not from being changed.
And after a few breaths, you can begin to deepen your breath on purpose, expanding on your inhalation, maybe pausing at the top, and then slowly exhaling everything out. Notice the movement in your body caused just by your breathing. And whether you're lying down or sitting up, bring movement into your fingers and toes. If you're able to roll your ankles and wrists without too much obstruction, do that. If you're sitting up and want to do a little shimmy, 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 shake, any kind of movement that begins to awaken the body, bringing it back into this moment, take your time. Again, there is no rush. The setting up and the coming out are just as important as the actual meditation itself. It's a whole experience, so give yourself the entire experience. And you can let this roll out until it's done because you don't feel like getting up and turning it off. But whenever you're ready, you can use your hands if you're lying down to sit back up. If you're in the chair, everyone hands on your legs, feel the connection of your hands on your legs, and then slowly open your eyes if they were closed. Welcome back. I hope you had a fun walk in the woods. Welcome to this guided meditation, the enchanted meadow, finding inner peace in nature. This is where you will connect with the world around you and find serenity within the beauty of nature. Find a quiet spot where you can fully immerse yourself in this experience. Take the time to set up your sanctuary. Take a moment to settle into it. Find a comfortable position and allow the body to relax and the mind to listen. Allow a soft breath to enter the body and as it releases, Relax and settle in. Take a soft breath in. And a slow, lingering breath out. Let the breath flow in. And the breath flows out. The breath flows in, and the breath flows out. Imagine yourself standing at the threshold of a lush forest. Picture the towering trees reaching toward the sky, their leaves forming a vibrant canopy overhead. The air is fresh, carrying a gentle scent of earth and vegetation. Take a deep breath in. Feel the tranquility of the forest washing over you, inviting you to leave anything you do not want to carry on this journey here. Set it down. 
knowing that it'll be here as you exit to pick up or to decide to leave behind. And when you're ready, step over the threshold. Feel stability and strength of the earth beneath you, grounding you with the interwoven roots of your forest community. Breathe with the trees. Feel the gentle breeze against your skin as it flows around you. Allow it to carry away any lingering, distracting thoughts. The lightness of the breeze flows through your being, bringing a sense of belonging, a clarity. Allow the mantra, I am nature, and nature is me, to flow through your thought. Embody the awareness, I am nature, and nature is me. I breathe with the tree. Synchronize your breath with the rhythms of nature. With each inhale, imagine you're drawing in the life force of the forest. Feel the energy of the trees filling your lungs and invigorating your body. As you exhale, release any tensions or worries, allowing them to dissolve into the forest floor, becoming seeds for rebirth and new beginnings. Listen to the whispers of the wind. Notice the gentle rustling of the leaves above you. Imagine the wind carrying secrets and stories from distant, distant places. The origin of your roots, the gift of crafting the story's ending. As the wind brushes against your skin, feel its soothing touch, like the caress of a caring friend, the hug of a loved one. Let the wind carry away any heaviness of the stories, leaving you feeling light and refreshed with the endings you craft. Visualize a dappled sunlight pathway ahead of you. Feel the embrace of the sun's rays. Bask in its warmth. Let the sunlight infuse you with its healing energy, revitalizing your body, breath, mind, and emotions. Each step you take feels like a connection to the Earth's wisdom. 
the earth's heartbeat. With every footfall, imagine roots extending from the soles of your feet, enhancing your sense of presence, feeling grounded and at home in this forest community. This connection fills you with a sense of stability and belonging, embodying a sense of renewal. As you continue along the path, you come across a clear, meandering, flowing stream. The water flows gracefully over smooth stone. Its gentle gurgling and the sunlight diamond dancing on its surface create a mesmerizing symphony. Dip your fingers into the cool water and feel its purity. With each touch of the water, let go of any lingering tension. Imagine your worries and concerns being carried away with the current, washed away, leaving you cleansed and light. Imagine all of the bubbles flowing toward you, bringing with them a sense of ease and calm, going with the flow. Ahead, the forest opens up to a vast meadow adorned with wildflowers in an array of colors. Imagine yourself lying down among the flowers, feeling the softness of the grass beneath you. Each flower represents a different aspect of your being. Strength, empathy, beauty, compassion, resilience, and growth. Reflect on the harmony and interconnectedness of all beings, of all things. Just as nature is a beautifully interwoven tapestry, you too are an integral part of this web of life of nature's neighborhood. Feel the rhythm of the Earth's heartbeat. Thinking your own heartbeat with it. In this moment, you are one with the universe, connected to the flowers, the trees, the water, the sun, the wind, the wildlife, your family, community, the more than human world and the earth itself. As you gaze up at the expansive sky, 
imagine yourself merging with its vastness. Feel your boundaries dissolving, allowing you to become one with the infinite expanse. Putting on the clouds, imagine them carrying you in the flow of ease and comfort, leaving you with a sensation Feel yourself in harmony with nature. In this serene, natural setting, you are part of the intricate web of life. Your breath aligns with the rustling leaves. Your heartbeat sinks with the rhythm of the stream, and your thoughts blend with the whispers of the wind. Feel the unity and the harmony of this connection. Take a moment to notice what feels like a gift in your life. Feel the warmth and appreciation welling up within you. With each breath, absorb the beauty and tranquility as you come back down from the clouds into the tranquility of the forest. Settling in, allowing your feet to touch the forest floor, connecting with that sense of groundedness. knowing that you can return to this inner sanctuary whenever you need a moment of peace. As we conclude this meditation, step across the threshold and out of the forest. All that you had set aside is waiting. Decide to pick it up or to leave it behind as you step into this present moment, carrying the serenity and harmony of nature with you. Begin to become aware of the space that surrounds you. Feel the surface beneath you, grounding you here in this present moment. Add gentle movements into your body. begin to stretch. When you're ready, gently open your eyes, grounded and refreshed by the natural world's embrace. Take your time coming to a seated position. Bring your hands in front of your heart. Feel a sense of gratitude to this experience. May all thoughts be divinely inspired. May all words be authentic and true. May all hearts be touched with love and joy. May the time we devote to the practice of compassion and empathy bring peace to all beings. Om Shanti. Namaste.